Hello, friends and family in Christ. We're very glad that you are taking these few moments to listen to us. We really hope, as always, that what we are sharing is doing the Lord's work in your life. Our goal is to help you know as much about Jesus Christ and His truth as possible, so your life can be truly blessed. We feel it is an absolute urgency now more than ever to know the Lord's truth, so you can face all of the challenges you might be facing. I'm sure we can all agree that things seem to be getting more and more challenging for everyone. And we all need something solid to hang on to. Sometimes life feels like a collection of storms, one behind the other, and every one of them trying to get at different areas of our lives. I'm sure there are some of you that have one issue pop up in one place, and then another one pops up somewhere else, and just when you think things are starting to settle down, something else happens. It can be frustrating, right? I know because we are all going through this in one way or another. Everyone has their challenges, so don't feel like the world is just difficult for you and you alone. You're not alone. Some folks might hide their pain well, with smiling faces and contagious laughter, maybe even with a stern look. But rest assured, that person is having their own issues as well. Through the storms of this life, every single one of us needs to be able to have a house that can face any storm. Is it possible? Absolutely. We'll talk about this a little further on. But for now, I would like to ask all of you nice people to pray for the folks in California. I'm sure you have heard of all the fires that have continued spreading throughout many areas of the state. Through this tragedy that has already claimed many lives, over 50 and counting, the fires have showed no discrimination. Both the humble and the super rich have had to leave their homes to avoid risking their lives. This just goes to show yet again that everyone in one way or another is having issues. I would also like to encourage you to continue praying for the people in Nicaragua where many are losing their lives and being persecuted daily. Many people are being put in jail or killed. So, let's have a quick word of prayer and we'll get started. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I worship you, O Lord, for your goodness and your mercy for your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, I can't thank you enough for your Son. I can't thank you enough for the salvation that we have through him. Heavenly Father, please forgive my sins. Lord God, please help me, O Lord, to, Lord God, just set my thoughts in you, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, now, Heavenly Father, for what's happening in California, for the different people that are being affected, Lord. Heavenly Father, we know that material things are not everything, but they do affect, Lord. But I pray even more than for the material need, Lord God, I pray for people's lives, I pray, Heavenly Father, that you please um, help them to be safe. Lord God, I pray for your protection. I pray, Heavenly Father, for those people that have lost loved ones. I pray for your comfort. I pray for, for your salvation for them if they don't know you yet, Lord God. That they may come to know that peace that surpasses all understanding, even in those times that are worse. Heavenly Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, also for, for the folks in Nicaragua. Heavenly Father, look at everything that's happening over there, Lord. Look at what different people are going through. Heavenly Father, all the suffering and for just different ideals or different things or just enforcement of certain things, Heavenly Father. I pray in the name of Jesus, Holy God, that you may just be able to protect. And Heavenly Father, we pray for your peace in everything. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I, I just put everything before you. In Jesus' name I pray, Lord God, now that you may guide us to your word, 
through your Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, that you may help us to understand your will, your ways, what you want for us. Help us to understand, O Lord, that what you want for us is blessing and that you want to make us stronger and stronger as each day goes. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As part of today's introduction, we started talking about the different challenges and issues we're all facing and that this is happening to everyone in one way or another. Nothing is easy. I would like to share with you some biblical insight on how you can build a house that can face any storm that may come your way. Yes, that's right. You can build a house that can stand up to anything. I invite you to read together with me Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 27. And it says this, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these words of mine, or these sayings of mine, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. On the first few verses, we see that the Lord explains that a person cannot follow him superficially by just merely living a religious life or doing religious or even amazing things. It's kind of shocking for God to say that prophesying or preaching in his name or casting out demons in his name or even doing wonders in his name are evil things. I mean, how can that be? The first question might be, how can a person who does not have Christ in their life, an unsaved person, be able to do these things? And the answer is in the detail. Each action involves the name of the Lord doing those things in his name. This is why it's so critical to first respect and revere the name of God, just as we are taught in the Ten Commandments, that we are not to take the Lord's name in vain. In today's American society, for instance, and shamefully, the name of God and Jesus Christ are not only used in vain, but are disrespected to the point that they're used as foul language. Most people around me on a daily basis practice this. They even intertwine his holy names with foul language. But nonetheless, if a person uses the name of the Lord rightfully, although they may have things not right in their heart, God's power may be displayed. Just by the sheer use of his name, miracles can happen, demons can be cast out, and other extraordinary things can happen. So just because God works through his name to do some incredible and awesome things does not mean that the person that mentioned it or was involved is saved. His holy name alone has power. The second part to the answer is a person may do some incredible things by the name of God, but that does not mean that their heart is in the right place. Their relationship or lack thereof with God may be all wrong. And if the relationship is all wrong or the intentions are not pure, the miracle or wonder may happen. But again, it is only happening because of God and not because of the person. The Bible explains this in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 to 3, where it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. 
And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. So a person could be able to do many wonderful things through God, but if their heart or intentions are in the wrong place, it may be all for nothing, at least as it pertains to them. So their actions are of no value before God. Here's where we start seeing the first part or the beginning of building this incredibly strong house of our lives that can withstand any kind of storm. We need to make sure that our relationship with the Lord is genuine. A genuine, true, personal, and intimate relationship with Jesus Christ has to be founded on our life or our life. And our intentions need to be true and pure for God. And with that, we need to be doers of God's will. We're, if we're just concerned with carrying out our plans, our will, then things are just not going to work out for us. There can be no solid rock foundation without Jesus being the reason for our lives. He has to be the why or the reason why we do things. So this is the first part of the answer and how to build this impenetrable and resilient house. The second part is that we need to be doers of God's word. That's why it is so important to read and study the word of God for starters. How can you ever become a doer of God's word if you never expose yourself to his word? If you never read it or study it or meditate in it? It's impossible. The other part to this is that seeking after the word of God cannot be a mere intellectual pursuit. It's not about brute knowledge, if you will. We need to pursue God's word with full, pure, unadulterated faith. We need to believe that God's word is, in fact, God's word. That it is the embodiment of his will, his instruction, his counsel, and advice. We need to believe that it is perfect and infallible. In the end, we need to believe through and through that his word is God himself, Jesus Christ. And so... His word needs to become the building material for the house of our lives. For it is written in 2 Timothy chapter 3, where it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So, if we follow the path of the wise man in the Lord's teaching, that we not only hear his sayings, his word, but even more importantly, that we become doers of his word, our house will be set on the rock. But like every house, there is an internal structure, there are walls, windows, a roof, finishes, etc. So God's word needs to become the building material for each component of our house. But how will that happen if we are not convinced that his word is ultimate truth? Or if we think that his word is not relevant right now. Or if we take on the world standard as opposed to, our, to his standard as our lifestyle. If you are not fully convinced on God's truth and say that you believe, you might think that you are situated on the rock, but the reality is that you are building a poorly built structure. And even worse, you are setting that structure on sand. And sand cannot withstand any kind of water or even a storm for that matter. The wonderful news is that if we make Jesus the Lord of our lives, making him our Lord and our master, 
and we live out what His Word teaches us as best as we can with the proper intentions, we will have built a wonderful house out of our lives that will be set on an immovable foundation, Jesus Christ, that can withstand absolutely anything, any kind of storm, no matter what it is. You may have hurricanes and tornadoes strike against you, but you will be perfectly fine. And as opposed to becoming weaker, you will come out even stronger out of that circumstance. This is the secret. That's it. So having said all of this, what do you think? Are you willing to commit to Jesus with all of your heart, men making His Word the primary source for your instruction, having everything to gain and nothing to lose? I encourage you to go all in. I guarantee you that if you do make this decision and you stick with it faithfully, you will never regret it. And when you experience God for yourself, you will feel compelled to talk to your family and friends about this wonderful Lord and Savior. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I give you thanks because you are a relational God. Because you want us to experience you, to be able to, to see and feel and touch and taste and just experience you as God so that we may it may not be a, an intellectual thing Lord God it may not it's not a brainwashing thing that but that we may truly experience your presence in our lives your transforming power in our lives Lord God that even when we go through very difficult circumstances that we can feel strong and firm knowing that you are Lord, that you are God, that you are with us, and that we are immovable no matter what happens to us, Lord. Help us to be able to have this unstoppable faith, Lord God, and that, that peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord. Help us, O oh Lord, to understand, to know, to know fully and completely and be thoroughly convinced that you are Lord, that you are God, that you are the Almighty, and that your word is the only truth that exists, Lord God. Help us to know that, Lord God, and to know that in such a way that you become part of our lives and your word becomes part of our lives. And that, Lord God, that we may just again experience you for ourselves. That we may not know, that we may not come to know you because we've heard it from somewhere else, but that we know that you are God because we know it for ourselves, and we've seen it, and we've experienced it in us. Lord, I give you thanks because you have shown yourself to be true to me, Lord God. Because if it wasn't for you and for your salvation, Lord, I wouldn't be alive today, and I wouldn't be talking about you today if it wasn't for you, Lord God. I know that you are real and that you are true, Lord God, and that's why I share my faith with these different listeners and these different people, Lord God, that if they just give me a moment to listen, Heavenly Father, that they may know for themselves what I'm saying because I know that you are real. Heavenly Father, help them to understand that you are real. Lord God, Heavenly Father, minister to each listener right now and help them to understand, Lord. If, they don't quite, if they're not quite there yet, help them get there, Lord God. Help them to understand. Help them to give you a chance, Lord, and that they might not regret it, Lord. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks and I praise you, O Lord. Pray for your blessing for each person. In Jesus' name, amen. As always, we'd love to hear from you, so please feel free to write us. May God bless you. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. May God bless you.